We know that business aviation must attract more people to meet current and future personnel requirements. But to answer those workforce challenges, it is equally important that leaders in our industry engage with and retain current talent. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. Building a sustainable workforce is an essential skill for today's executives, one that requires leaders to rally employees together to create a positive work culture. But how can we do that? Answering that question will be the focus of the 2020 NBAA Leadership Conference, coming to Orlando, Florida from February 24th through the 26th. And here to tell us about it is Joe D'Amato, NBAA's Vice President of Educational Strategy and Workforce Development. Joe, the theme of this year's leadership conference is sustaining and engaging today's leaders. We often think of our industry's need to hire more workers, but that theme indicates it's equally important to inspire and retain existing employees as well. We're really excited that the realities that we're, we're dealing with in the business aviation industry right now, retention, is something that our volunteer co-chairs, Joe Barber and Lori Johnson, um, have been willing to take on as the theme for the leadership conference. So we can really dedicate a couple of days with our with our leaders in the industry and some great speakers they're bringing to this conference to really delve into what is the secret formula for retention if there is one. How do we address what's important, whether it has to do with work-life balance, compensation, leadership culture, how, how do all those things need to work with each other to create a really great retention strategy? At NBAA, we're focused on attraction and retention strategies. Uh, the Business Aviation Management Committee has been working hard on ensuring that the compensation survey is as modernized and useful as possible in flight departments. Uh, Chris Broyhill, who has been doing some studies for the Bansi over the course of the last three years, on those three legs of the stool I mentioned, compensation, work-life balance, and leadership culture, the information he's been able to gather from our membership about how those affect retention, we've been able to profile in the Business Aviation Insider, sessions at base. Uh, we've been able to draw on his expertise as we look at other initiatives to, to help our members work on their retention strategies. So it's just a natural fit that we would look at something like the leadership conference to, to take a deep dive on on retaining talent. Of course, we're, we're doing both things in tandem, both attracting and retaining. It's just as important right now for us to be working on the next generation of business aviation professionals as it is working on keeping those great professionals we have in the industry. And then, of course, we're also looking at those mid-career transitions, uh, retiring military, et cetera. So um, as, as we try to keep our, all of these balls in the air, it's wonderful that the Leadership Conference is going to take the time just to focus on, on one of them, the retention strategies. Also joining us are Lori Johnson, Marketing Communications Manager at Duncan Aviation, and Joe Barber, CAM and Vice President of Fleet Development for Clay Lacey Aviation. Joe and Lori are members of NBAA's Business Aviation Management Committee, or BAMC, and the co-chairs for this year's Leadership Conference. Lori, Joe just alluded to a study conducted by Chris Broyhill on behalf of NBAA and the business aviation community that emphasized the importance of retaining existing industry workers. That's one of several studies that have been conducted on this topic across the aviation industry. What are those numbers telling us? Looking at the numbers, a recent report published by Boeing 
shows a global need in aviation for new personnel of 804,000 pilots, 769,000 technicians, and 914,000 cabin crew members all over the next 20 years. Um, that is That includes commercial aviation. In business aviation, that demand equates to 224,000 new personnel. That's an awful lot of spots to, to fill. Looking at the big picture, we really need to retain excellent team members and leaders within business aviation. A study by the Aviation Technician Education Council states that the number of students working on A&P certificates who take jobs outside of aviation was 13% in 2018, and that is down from 20% in 2017 and 25% in 2016 and 2015. So there are an awful lot of people that are looking outside of the industry, and when you look at our industry forecasts, that's way too many to lose. Joe Barber, this is an issue that you and Lori see firsthand in your respective positions at companies supporting the business aviation industry. What have you seen to be effective methods to engage with and retain existing talent? I think we're a good sample for um, any case study on on you know business aviation, how they're working to retain and attract good people. Um, you know, in our in our circumstance, this was something that we saw as an indication just even, you know, four or five years ago before it was really acknowledged largely by the industry. But it was something our CEO had recognized and said, listen, one of our biggest challenges in the industry is going to be, um, you know, retaining and finding the best pilots and flight crew and technicians in the industry. And, um, you know, you can see that through studies of, of the past, you know, whether it be through Boeing studies or just the fact that there's just fewer certificates being awarded uh, through the FAA for uh, those licenses. And I think that comes down to a lot of the way that, um, you know, the next generations are looking into getting into the workforce and what they're looking for in their careers. Um, but from our standpoint, we knew that there was enough attrition already happening to good qualified employees and candidates that that was the lowest hanging fruit to to address immediately is, how do we address this? We've been able to have uh, great committee members contribute quite a bit to our efforts. And one of them is uh, Dr. Chris Broyhill. And he specifically took on a project um, with his background as a, as a PhD in aviation to focus on uh, statistical surveys. And he thought it was an area that we could obviously grow within the industry to have better data, but, but also specifically as it relates to retention and what, what's going on. So, um, it was determined that let's let's understand and measure it first. And his study was taken over a three-year basis and concluding really uh, upon this leadership event. And we're really excited to just provide it and disperse it to all the people that we've been, um, you know, so diligently working to help serve. But uh, basically what we did this last year was we, we took all three elements of his survey study and the, the top three are what he actually uses as a, um, in, in an image, a stool. So a stool with three legs. One of them is compensation. Uh, the other one is quality of life. And the final is individual value. Can you tell us how your company has applied those findings in the real world to retain your employees, particularly when it comes to engaging company executives in that effort? I appreciate that question. We've, we've really had to work out of the anecdotal support that we provide to customers about where someone should be 
in terms of their compensation, their responsibilities, and their quality of life. And we had to get down to metrics that would actually help support what we had to provide to our customers as recommendations. So the first thing we had to do was make sure that we had the proper metrics and proof and measurements. My CEO decided we absolutely have to bring him in to help us be leaders in in that portion of the industry on how we're going to do and be the best employers. Um, And so in that case, a lot of those elements of, of his survey and the diagnosis of what was wrong, we've been working on for the last 12 months on the treatment to it. So that includes a, lo- a number of things, including um, compensation analysis that uh, includes what we consider some of the best industry surveys and combining them with, uh, with metrics that help us bring real data to our customers, uh, as well as um, analyzing you know, the quality of life component. Because what we're having to deal with is the candidates and employees in our, uh, in our industry are always looking at the next best alternative. And because of that, we need to be aware of what the next best alternative is so that we can measure against it and try and help our customers avoid attrition. Um, you know, attrition is a very expensive event for most customers and, and more so for those that rely on uh, or expect to have some kind of uh, charter revenue offset. And for that, um, when you have to train a G650 captain and it costs over $100,000 to train them into that aircraft, um, if you lose them within the first year, uh, your, your cost of turnover could be over 200%. It's dramatic. And when you tell the customer that you can pay an additional 5 or 10% to get them into the next band of their salary to retain them, instead of having to have a turnover or an attrition event, which will cost them far more. Once they see those numbers played out, it's a lot easier to rationalize and you're not speaking from an anecdotal standpoint anymore. So that's how our team has, has worked uh, to try and address the issues and start turning around the, uh, the attrition, not only within uh, you know, our sector, but within the business aviation industry as a whole. Joe D'Amato, another important aspect to developing an engaged and professional workforce is promoting diversity of backgrounds, of experiences, and of thought within it. I understand you'll be moderating a panel on this very topic at the Leadership Conference. That's right. What we want to do is really explore um, how we can become in business aviation a source of openness and inclusion to underrepresented groups. How can we make business aviation more accessible to everyone and to see themselves in a career in this part of the industry where they can, where they can thrive and where they can feel welcome. Um, What's going to be wonderful about this panel is we are going to start with a data foundation. So one of our panelists is Dr. Stephen Rice. He's an aviation human factors professor at Embry-Riddle in Daytona. So I imagine he'll drive over to Orlando to spend some time with us. And he's been doing some diversity studies. He's been published in Forbes uh, more than once in the last few months. And um, he's really going to talk to us about the realities of where we are when we look at the data um, and and diversity in aviation. And, And frankly, where we can be doing a better job when we look at what our industry might look like against the rest of the country demographically, uh, what other industries might look like compared to us. And um, that's really going to help us on the workforce attraction side, because 
for for any individual to consider business aviation as a viable career path, they have to be able to see themselves in that landscape. They have to look onto a stage or walk into one of these conferences and see that there are people that they can connect with um, that they find they have similarities with. And that's what we're trying to do here. Um, We're also going to be hearing from some industry leaders who are doing great things at their own companies when it's related to diversity and inclusion best practices. Lori, I also understand we'll be hearing from a number of other exciting and accomplished speakers. Well, Dave Logan is our first speaker, and he will set the tone and provide the base for the conference. In his presentation, he'll cover five stages of corporate culture, which are based in a 10-year study of 24,000 people. He will explain how to use this information to change organizations and move organizations forward in a positive direction. We'll then go into a panel discussion facilitated by Chris Broyhill. On his panel, he'll have two HR representatives and two flight department representatives, and they'll delve into the topic of culture and leadership attributes and how you get people engaged and staying with your companies and with business aviation. Midday on the first day, we will hear from Jeff Portis, who is an HR executive and a headhunter. So he has an interesting perspective on why people leave organizations and what makes them think that maybe they should stay where they're at. As part of his presentation, he will provide a colorful acronym to help us remember some of the important culture tips that will keep team members within the industry and with their companies. And finally, day one will close with Rebecca Ryan, who is a futurist and an economist. She has great energy, and I'm really excited to hear what she has to say. Day two is full of additional excellent speakers. We will start the day off with Talent Anarchy, which is an energetic duo consisting of Joe Gerstant and Jason Lauritsen. Joe is a consultant who is a thought leader on issues of diversity and inclusion, and he is a business consultant on these issues. Jason is a former corporate HR leader who opted to move to a smaller company. And Joe and Jason will banter back and forth and discuss authenticity and creating a culture that embraces difference. The second speaker on day two um, is another one that I am really excited to hear in person. Mike Abershoff was selected to command a Navy destroyer that at the time was plagued with low morale, high turnover, poor performance. In just 12 months and with the same crew, he turned the ship around and it was ranked number one in performance. He will tell how he changed the culture and why it made such a big difference with that ship. Lori, developing our industry's workforce, whether through new hires or engaging existing employees, is such a significant effort that I'd imagine it'd be difficult to discuss all the necessary themes in one conference. Joe um, and I really spent a lot of time on discussing this theme, and workforce really needed to be broken into two parts. The retention piece is very important, but so is the attraction piece. Um, We really need to attract people to the industry We're addressing the retention part this year, and then next year we want to take a look and address the attraction part. We really need to attract people to the business aviation industry, and we need to take a look at the different tools that companies can use to make that happen and to stand each other up and get people interested in business aviation because it's a great industry. We just need to share that better. So join us February 8th through 10th in 2021 in beautiful Palm Springs, California, and we'll talk more about this attraction into business aviation. 
Joe D'Amato, I also understand this isn't even the only conference focused on leadership being sponsored by NBAA this month. Can you imagine anything that goes better with each other than a leaders leadership conference followed by an emerging leaders conference? I'm so excited that we're going to have the opportunity to have really great um, deep dives into retention strategies with leaders in our industry. And then we're actually going to transition the conversation from the annual leadership conference to the inaugural emerging leaders conference, where we'll be hosting a number of young professionals in our industry. And there's going to be this opportunity, the last session of day two, so the closing session of the leadership conference, where the young professionals who are arriving for the start of their emerging leaders conference are going to be able to sit in on a, in, on a joint session. Um, the closing session of the leadership conference is going to feature one of our favorite speakers who's coming back to speak for his third time at the leadership conference, uh, Mark Fernandez. He is going to talk to us about values-based leadership, as he usually does, but he always brings it with some type of new twist. And this year, it's going to be about um, having multiple generations in the mix in the workforce. And we're going to have our, our veteran leaders in the room with some of our emerging leaders. And I think that's going to be some exciting conversation as well. Um, a wonderful hallmark of business aviation is the willingness of our leaders to mentor the up-and-comers. I think everyone who's climbing the ladder is really conscientious about turning around and reaching a hand down at the same time to help somebody up. And we see that play out organically at events like BASE, our forums, other conferences, just industry relationships that people have. But obviously, we're, we're scripting it a little more for these two events by co-locating them and um, having this opportunity for them to experience something um, at the same time, the same speaker. They're probably each going to hear um, a message that resonates more with them. But I think at the same time, um, they're going to have some some, some mutual understandings that are going to help them um, work together even even more and better and learn from each other. And I, and I think that's the biggest part of this is mentorship and leadership doesn't just work in one vertical direction, but this is something that is peer-to-peer. -peer. It is generation-to-generation. Generation. It goes up and down and side-to-side side and, and in a wonderful circle. So I really think that, that by design, what Lori and Joe have done here and what the chairs of the Emerging Leaders Conference have done is, is put together something that's really unique and special, and I, I'm really looking forward to it. We'll have more information about the Emerging Leaders Conference in an upcoming episode of Flight Plan. To learn more about the NBAA Leadership Conference coming to Orlando on February 24th through the 26th, visit nbaa.org forward slash leadership. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store, wherever you find your favorite podcasts, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock, and thanks for listening to Flight Plan. <laughs>